namaste everyone welcome to the charvak podcast this is your host kushal mehra all right today's topic is litfest in india and just to give you a brief background as to why i am a normally no i don't do top podcast on a saturday but i am doing it on a saturday and why am i discussing this so i'll give you a brief background uh my my introduction to the culture of litfest in india like every indian whether they are on the left or the non left was a few years ago or say a decade or so ago i found out there is something called the jaipur litfest right uh, we all come across litfest in india when we find out about the jaipur litfest and then after 2014 something changed after 2014 they there came a new culture in india where there were other kinds of litfests also and obviously you know there are multiple litfests there is the ids i mean ids india conclave i don't know if it's a litfest but i'm just talking about conglomerations where people come in and share ideas and talk about subjects so that's my definition of a litfest it could be about books it could be about subjects it could be about arts it could be about culture it could be about anything so uh and i have been observing this phenomenon for a while uh, i have been invited to a few as a speaker to uh, this year itself i was on earth i was on ideas india conclave before that i have been once on the ideas india conclave too and uh, recently uh, i usually don't take names but uh, i have to for intellectual honestly i'm doing this why i i suddenly got reminded of all of this and i wanted to talk about it is suman thraman basically quote tweeted the pandi lit fest and said the bhakt lit fest is back won't it be boring to be in a lit fest where everyone says the same thing and agrees with each other now i will be fully honest this triggered me because and i'll tell you why it triggered me and uh, in fact ye idea bilkul ajit ka nahi tha ye mera idea tha i told ajit ki tu aa mujhe iske upar baat karni hai ajit was like kyon kar rahe ho kushal bhai mainne bola nahi mujhe baat karni hai to tujhe aana padega and i'll say why because one of the things that i have observed in my life when i looked at the jaipur lit fest was the content landscape what we call the discussion landscape and for someone to accuse the pandi lit fest with a straight face by the way it is a straight face i was like yaar itni besharmi kahan se laate ho and i genuinely wanted to ask you know that question to sumanchi and i have nothing against him बट ये बेशर्मी यार ये ट्रेनिंग के साथ आती है ये वाली बेशर्मी बट जस्ट टू गिव यू अ ब्रीफ बैकग्राउंड अजीत इज वन ऑफ द यू नो कोऑर्डिनेटर्स एंड फाउंडर्स ऑफ द पॉन्टी लिट फेस्ट बाय द वे कॉन्ग्रेचुलेशन टू अजीत ऑन माय बिहाफ बिकॉज यार इतनी यंग उम्र में हम तो सिर्फ सचिन तेंडुलकर को बैटिंग करते देखते थे और कुछ नहीं करते थे हम तो झक मरा रहे थे सो यार तूने तो बहुत कुछ कर दिया सो अजीत थैंक यू फॉर कमिंग थैंक यू सो मच फॉर हैविंग मी कुशल भाई सो अच्छा एक काम कर अभी मेरे को पहले लेट स्टार्ट विथ obviously kyunki you are part of the ponty lit fest you are uh, part of the organization also so mere ko ek baat batao ye yeah. idea kahan se aaya and what has been the journey okay so ye idea actually came about in 2018 and it was not our idea uh, the idea was uh, professor makaran paranspe's idea so makaran paranspe used to visit ponty very frequently he still does and uh, we had uh, sort of come in contact with him and we used to you know have sessions with him speak with him and all of that so uh, he said that you know why not have some kind of a conclave here in pondicherry uh, and uh, it could be a conclave where a lot of the people a lot of the thinkers from all over the country could assemble 
and it could also be a, a, a conclave where because it's being held in pondicherry you could have the whole shiorobindo angle to it as well so that was the idea with which uh, this festival began now uh, initially the idea was to call it the uh, the festival the pondi festival of letters and ideas or something like that so the whole whole lit fest terminology uh, was something that uh, that that was not the idea actually and then when we went to uh, the governor at that point kiran bedi with this idea she suggested that you know why not turn it into the pondi lit fest like the lit fests that happen in other parts of the country so uh, and we frankly liked the suggestion and uh, you know because uh, it sounds nice the pondi lit fest it was probably like good for the branding and all of that and so we decided to go ahead with with that terminology so that is how it began and uh, then obviously we faced a lot of hiccups in the very first edition so that was like probably the, the most important part of our journey because we were under attack from the other side the other side being the left the communists the dravidian side uh, all of them so you know share, the opposition share what the attacks were yeah. what the attacks were yeah so uh, essentially uh, there was the entire uh, uh you know this whole bogey that came after us saying that you you're having essentially what is a saffron lit fest or a communal lit fest and uh the usual suspects wire and wagera they they all sort of you know started writing articles against us for having this uh, this festival saying that you know i mean it's clearly like people from one side of the political spectrum there's no local representation it's basically a a bjp lit fest and so on and uh we had uh, at that point this alliance française which used to be uh, uh which which was our venue partner because they had a nice auditorium in pondicherry and uh there was this guy who was their india correspondent who's obviously you know a completely anti government anti anti modi anti india type of a person sitting in delhi and he got wind of this and he wrote an article uh in le monde he was le monde's correspondent in india uh french guy and uh that made headlines in france about how you know the alliance française was being used for a for this event that was a hindu nationalist event and uh, <laughs> so so then alliance française was you know forced to pull out at the last moment and you know they they really ditched us like hours before the lit fest and uh you know we had to actually find a new venue literally 5 hours before the lit fest and uh but uh what we decided at that point during this entire period of one or two weeks when we were under attack was that we will sort of take it head on you know i mean uh a lot of people told us that you know change the the nature of the festival and uh try to include people from the other side which we were anyway doing it's not that we were not doing that i'll, I'll come to that uh, in a bit but uh people tried to you know tell us that don't don't get into this entire game of you know this entire don't fall into this trap of uh having an exchange with the other side and making it controversial and all of that and at that point uh, at, i don't know about the others but at least i took the conscious decision that no you know i mean let's let's go for it let's take them head on let's put them in their place let's show them you know uh, who we are and uh, that's exactly the confrontational approach that we took it paid off because you know it it really put us on the map uh, it it garnered plenty of support for us from you know people across the country 
and and we became like a, a a household name like a big name overnight you know at least on on twitter on social media and stuff like that and it became a raging success the first edition a lot of people came from from all over uh, the country and uh, yeah i mean that's how the pondy lit fest began so uh, we had uh, we had this identity of ours from the very beginning we we never compromised on that yeah but and you know what is interesting is this accusation of uh, oh it is going to be people who share the same ideas like i just want to understand this <laughs> yeah. yeah have they ever sat in a room where yeah. 10 non left people exist there is nothing common in us there is nothing common That's... like i'll i mean abhi ideas india mein tu aur main mile the abhi kuch mahino pehle ki baat hai kya kya log the कौन सी एग्रीमेंट्स थी हम लोगों में आई मीन डू दे रियलाइज हाउ डाइवर्स द नॉन लेफ्ट इज एंड ऑन एंड एंड ऑनिंग थिंग इज बिकॉज द लेफ्ट इज नोन फॉर ओनली वन थिंग दे ब्रिंग डाइवर्सिटी ऑफ फेसेस कोई कोई मतलब यहाँ पे भी अगर मैं नॉर्थ अमेरिका में देखू ना अगर चाइनीज को ले आएंगे अफ्रीकन अमेरिकन को ले आएंगे हमारा बंदा ले आएंगे पाकिस्तानी ले आएंगे हर एक मगर वो सारे के सारे सोचते एक जैसे ही है so there is no diversity of thought there is only diversity of faces right skin color face yeah. gender that's all their diversity they don't believe they believe in superficial diversity and then they make you agree on the same thing i'll i'll tell you something interesting about this so in our second edition which was in 2019 right after the second edition finished abhijit wrote an article abhijit ayer ayer mitra wrote an article on the print in which he said that what the point like his key takeaway from this entire festival was that the right wing does not have a binding glue you know that was his key takeaway that there is no binding glue and i had to actually write and refute that because i did not really think that you know that was uh, that was uh, uh, exactly what uh, we saw at the pondy lit fest because there were some things that i would consider as a binding glue but you see that is where we are in terms of the debate that our debate is on whether there is a binding glue or not and then these people actually come and tell you from the other side that this lit fest will actually be boring because you know everybody will speak the same language and so on so yeah i mean they 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 uh, i don't know i don't even take them seriously this fellow has blocked me long ago sumantraman and he was uh, sort of you know going at it and i could not even refute him really but i saw that this whole thread this whole exchange was going on on twitter and uh, i i could not see what he was writing but i saw that all of you were really like piling on him so main to chadi gaya aate dar ka bhav leke nahi and it's good i mean it's all additional publicity especially when such people say something against us i i, I really like it matlab i i i consider it to be a, a positive उसको गिफ्ट हैम्पर भेज देना पॉन्डी लेट फेस्टिवल I am critical hmm. of BJP, but not to the extent that Abhijit is. I I I see. Yeah. Fi- I find a lot more merit there in the BJP. Uh, or Sham is very different. You know, he's very calm. Abhijit and I are more fire and brimstone kind of people. I'm just using us as an example, and we actually run a show 
every thursday mm. um you know and we entertain people like that and my experience of getting into the non left space has always been that the non left people don't want to talk about what binds us i have always said what binds me with everyone else it is dharma it is the civilizational okay. identity that all of us belong to together for example mm. ajit i am here now for a month and a half almost and yeah you know the the response i have received from the diaspora has been very humbling that everybody everywhere i've gone people have come invited me for talks come to listen to me and i why am i mentioning this as an example to talk about litfest is that why would they call me they clearly know i am a gnostic they still call me why do they call me is they have something that connects me to them and i have yeah. something that connects me to them too and that itself is our civilizational identity and that uniting factor is our civilizational identity whether gnostic astic ishwarwadi or nirishwarwadi we all sit together because we care for our civilization we are civilizationalist and you know what abhijit i and i remember abhijit ne ye piece likha tha because i clearly remember oh. abhijit sharing it with me and at that time also i had told abhijit abhijit what binds us is our civilization we all come together because on one thing we all agree that अगर सिविलाइजेशन है तो हम हैं अगर सिविलाइजेशन नहीं है तो हम में से कोई भी नहीं होने वाला है at least referred to as the right wing ecosystem everybody wants to at the end of the day do something good for india uh, take you know the country forward in a positive way obviously the definition of what it means to take the country forward what positive way is and all of that differs but uh, i don't think that anybody here would have an ulterior motive as such which i cannot say about the le- about the left or the other side i mean i i just cannot say that i'm not sure about that but that is what the binding glue was here at least for me and i think that is the binding glue in this so called ecosystem i mean these people really don't know what they are talking about i mean i was just thinking about it right now you had abhijit you had anand ranganathan you had uh, sai deepak you had ashish dhar you had uh, people belonging to the party people belonging to the rss you had uh, people who you had uh, people from swarajya magazine you had people from op india so the everybody does not look you know eye to eye on any issue for that matter and uh, yeah and everybody is sitting there and they are actually deliberating discussing debating on how w- what to do with you know various issues how to look at things how to basically take india forward in our journey and uh, presenting various perspectives as to how to go about it so that was what uh, sort of binded all of us without there being you know any agreement on most matters and uh, yeah i mean it's uh, i uh, i really don't know what people you know talk about when they say that oh these people are all going to come and say the same thing and all of that they they really don't know what they are talking about yeah i mean for example um, recently 2000 jab harsh uh, uh, ne last moment pe mujhe moderator bana diya uske aur rajiv ke session mein तो इफ यू रिमेम्बर हर्ष का पूरा पंद्रह मिनट का सेशन था ऑन राइट्स राइट 
द फर्स्ट क्वेश्चन फ्रॉम दी ऑडियंस दिस इज अ प्रॉपर कॉन्क्लेव राइट ये हमारी साइड की कॉन्क्लेव है ना फर्स्ट क्वेश्चन क्या था वॉट अबाउट ड्यूटीज तो तेरे को याद होगा तो सबसे पहला क्वेश्चन हर्ष के लिए वो था कि अरे तुम लोग सब राइट्स की बात करते रहते हो ड्यूटीज की कौन बात करेगा सो इट इज टू स्ट्रॉमैन सी द प्रॉब्लम विद द लेफ्ट इज द लेफ्ट थिंग्स द होल वर्ल्ड इज लाइक देम द लेफ्ट थिंग्स द होल वर्ल्ड इज ऑलवेज गोइंग टू बिहेव लाइक देम and like i said mm. the left hates intellectual diversity because the left is incapable yeah. of handling intellectual diversity because it's like a uh, see the left it behaves like a proper abrahamic cult where there is only one yeah, god yeah. and then one god you have to suppress the others because they are infidels and the non left litfest face space will always be like the dharmic space where there are everybody yeah. of different kinds wo aayenge apni baat rakhenge har aadmi ek dusre ko sunega वेहीमेंटली डिसएग्री करेगा प्रश्न उठाएगा और ये भी करेगा वो भी करेगा यहाँ भी जाएगा वहां भी जाएगा एंड लेट मी टेल यू आई सीवियर डिसएग्रीमेंट्स विद मेनी पीपल इन द नॉन लेफ्ट स्पेस व्हिच आर वेरी ओपन इन दी यू नो इवन ऑन सोशल मीडिया बट आई विल स्टिल यू नो बी हैप्पी दैट दे गेट इन्वाइटेड इन डिफरेंट प्लेटफॉर्म सिंपली बिकॉज दैट एवरीबडी हैज अ स्पेस एंड आई लुक एट इट दिस वे वेन आई listen to some bad ideas and some good ideas when i listen to good ideas i learn when i listen to bad ideas i learn even more because i know what not to become in life this is how i look at it hmm but with the left it's like listening to the same bad idea over and over again yes so the left is very <laughs> different but now i want to talk about this year's theme yeah. with you of the pondy lit fest i had a few questions now what yeah. what what went into the what was the process how did you guys come up with uh, this year's uh, question or or theme so what is what is uh, i i get it wo beech mein covid aa gaya tha to sabki band baji hui thi to aap logo ko bhi digital jana pada so first of all uh, covid ke baad fir se in person event karna ye sabse pehle kaisa lag raha hai yeah nahi it's it's great because you know i mean we we finally feeling like we're actually doing something again and uh, it's uh, it's we we are doing it after 3 years a physical event so there's a lot of work that goes into it in terms of organizing it and uh, we've literally been running around for you know the last few days and that's how it's going to be for the next few days actually right until the festival ends on next sunday evening uh so uh, it's 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 much more than you know doing it online so it's uh, it's good fun yeah acha uh abhi let's get into the theme how did you guys come up with the mm. theme what is the theme of this year uh pondilet fest 2022 T- tell us about that now so there are two themes uh one is of course freedom 75 that 75 years of independence and uh there is the 150th birth anniversary of shiorobindo so uh the the 75 years of independence basically we have talks about uh the the freedom struggle uh many aspects of the freedom struggle that you know uh have not been covered in the mainstream much have not been covered extensively but which are now emerging with people like vikram and others so uh that aspect is being covered and uh most importantly what india's journey has been for 75 years in various fields and what the journey will be here on 75 years 200 or se- or after 75 years basically so those are the things that are being covered under that theme and then you have shiorobindo 
uh, whose uh, 150th birth anniversary is being celebrated on the same day, 15th of August this year. So uh, there are uh, some themes around him, various aspects of him. Yeah. Okay. So again, uh, on the Sri Aurobindo theme. Uh, yeah. So. Are there going to be specific topics that are inspired from the life, writings and works of Sri Aurobindo that you guys are going to discuss or break down or uh, something of that sort, which you guys have in mind? Yeah. So uh, there are actually two books that are being launched about Sri Aurobindo, which deal with various aspects of uh, him, of Sri Aurobindo. One is, of course, the more philosophical aspect, that is Dr. Parikshit Singh's book, uh, Aurobindo and philosophy that is being launched. The other is a book that's a very interesting book. It spans, uh, uh, you know, across Shiorobindo's collected works. So Shiorobindo's collected works span into, you know, 30 something volumes. And here, uh, there are two editors. One is, uh, Devdeep Ganguly of the Shiorobindo Ashram. The other is, uh, somebody you might know, Gautam Chikarmane from good friend. ORF. Good friend. Yeah. So. So both of them have actually edited this book. They have gotten some 20-something writers to explore these different volumes of Sri Aurobindo, which which span, you know, across subjects. Some are political, some are spiritual, some are, you know, literary. And each of these writers have taken one or two volumes each. And they have actually given uh, some context to those volumes when it was written, why it was written, under what circumstances was it written, etc. So that anybody who wants to get into Sri Aurobindo's works and read them uh, can refer to this book and then get into it because uh, without without any context, uh, it's quite difficult, Sri Aurobindo's work, to you know get into and to read. So this book actually deals with all those aspects, all those volumes. And they are the two editors. So that book is being launched and we are having a, a nice long session with uh, with them. Uh, then you have uh, some of the writers of that book having their individual sessions as well as some other people also speaking on different aspects of Sri Aurobindo. So Sri Aurobindo as the political leader, Sri Aurobindo as a political thinker, Sri Aurobindo and his philosophy. Uh, you have a very interesting one called Sri Aurobindo as a philologist because he's done a lot of work in... Uh, in that uh, in that field as well so there are several uh, talks about him uh, that various people are delivering dealing with various aspects so uh, so when the pandi lit fest decides to yeah. you know organize a festival is sri aurobindo's teachings and his life uh, life lessons and his uh, his message always the the central yeah. theme uh, like uh, by design? Yeah, so you can actually say that because, uh, you know, Makaran Paranspe, who actually conceived of it for the first time, is somebody who has, uh, you know, delved into Sri Aurobindo deeply since many decades. And that's why he comes to Pondicherry. And uh, me and both my, uh, both my co-founders of the festival, who are also the directors of the festival, have all grown up... Uh, in the Shiorobindo Ashram, we've studied in the Shiorobindo Ashram school. And we all live in Pondicherry. We are connected to the ashram in different ways. So uh, this has been uh, somewhat of a guiding, sort of a guiding philosophy for us, not just for the festival, but in general. And obviously that the, the festival has 
taken some of those elements so actually the the, the proper or the longer name for the festival is bharat shakti pondi lit fest uh, that has been the name from the beginning and bharat shakti is a term that sri aurobindo coined uh, basically about how india's uh, how the world's destiny is for india to realize her true potential which is the bharat shakti and uh, that has been like the 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 quote that we have always opened our our sort of our concept notes and our festival with so that is uh, that that's always been there as a as a guiding philosophy or a guiding theme all right so good now i wanted to ask you a few questions about uh, specific events because and uh, there is yeah. no grand conspiracy i just uh, downloaded the pdf file and i went through the entire things it is the pdf file is available now yeah. uh, personally i'm very happy about this is the the you know the one on sixth not because he's my friend vikram vikram sampath but yeah. i actually like this so i just wanted to talk about savarkar in the early revolutionary movement in india now savarkar everybody knows that the latter part i am more interested in the early revolutionary movement in india and i'll tell you why because a lot of people okay. don't realize uh, a significant role sri arbindo played in the revolutionary yes. movement also which is why i am talking about it so so yeah. there was was there uh, a plan as to why um, you guys uh, decided this subject or something of that sort because this is a fascinating i wish i was there man i could not make it this year uh, but uh, yeah, uh, i'll yeah. watch it on youtube i guess but uh, what what yeah. was the insight behind this yeah it's it is in fact a topic that fits both our themes so some of our topics fit uh, you know one theme some fit the other but this is i think one of the few topics that fits both our themes shiorobindo as well as freedom 75 so uh, yeah i mean uh, there's no conspiracy behind it that's exactly how we thought about it that's good to know because uh, a lot of people know the spiritual aspect of shiorobindo because yeah. you know we are i'm not saying it in a pejorative way i'm saying it in a celebratory mm. way we are a very spiritual yeah. society our society yeah. is deeply enmeshed in spirituality so when it comes to sri arbindo no his 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 work in the realm of uh, the freedom movement mm. what he had to go through how, yeah. why he actually even ended up in pondi like a lot of people don't yeah. realize the the what what is the basic reality as to why sri arbindo ended up in pondi kya karan tha uh the famous speech sri arbindo made you know on the eve of independence uh mm. his his support to the revolutionary movement his mm. idea and his support the reasons he ended up in pondi are also something to do with his support to the revolutionary movement uh, in a big way and uh, and i'm glad you guys are covering this because vikram's book actually does talk about you know that particular aspect of indian freedom movement uh unfortunately yeah. for whatever reasons again i am not an anti gandhi person so before somebody thinks that i am anti gandhi or that nahi main actually nahi hu main i i have a very balanced view on mahatma gandhi and uh, maybe to the annoyance of many others uh, too and i know dr makran paranjpa is also very very you know nuanced when it comes to mahatma gandhi i mean he has written books on it so he knows far more than i do in fact i read his books and 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 i also got that other perspective on mahatma gandhi but my my complaint with the indian political discourse has been mm. that the entire indian freedom movement has been reduced to what the all india congress committee did or aicc or the congress party did yeah, and then yeah. gandhi did 
and there are many other revolutionary movements which were running parallel now i'm not saying that the congress yeah. has nothing to do in our independence congress had a huge role to play in our independence but wo bolte hai na the necessary but sufficient condition wala problem like there are a lot of necessary conditions but there are not sufficient enough and i'm glad you guys are discussing this because i think our kids the young generation especially between the age group of 10 to 20 who are you know at that mm-hmm. key age where they need to uh, understand uh, their own culture and their own history and multiplicities of viewpoints over there they are just being robbed in india they don't know anything else outside of gandhi ji ne fast kiya gandhi ji ne fast kiya gandhi ji ne fast yeah yeah वो बहुत मेरे को बॉदर करता है ओके नाउ मेरे को एक क्वेश्चन तुमसे पूछना बिकॉज आई थिंक आई हैव टू सो आई वेंट थ्रू दी एंटायर लिस्ट ऑफ स्पीकर्स आई आई थिंक इट बी अनफेयर इफ आई डोंट आस्क दिस तो कोई आदमी आके अगर आप लोगों को यू नो व्हाट इफ समबडी अक्यूजेस यू अजीत व्हाई यू हैव नॉट कॉल्ड यू इन अ सिंगल लेफ्ट विंग फेस व्हाई नो लेफ्ट विंग फेस नहीं यू सी एक्चुअली लाइक the whole point is that uh, we know what they are about we know what they talk about we know exactly what their points of view are and uh, you know we th- there is no point in uh, see what sets us apart as a literature festival before the pondi lit fest the kind of lit fest that you were mentioning that used to take place before 2014 now these lit fests were uh, were a very elitist affair where you know people used to sort of look at india and you know talk about oh how backward the country is how poor the country is and you know we are these enlightened elite leading the country out of that whatever poverty and darkness and so on and so forth and what people have hated about the pondi lit fest from the beginning by people i mean those people is that this is not that kind of an affair at all i mean this is a lit fest that looks at india in a very positive way we look at uh, india's culture india's history we try to you know delve into it deeply we look at uh, various facets of you know uh, where the what the country is doing where the country is headed etc i mean uh, we we look at things like defense science uh, economics so uh, this is a festival that has a much more uh, you know positive outlook on the uh, about you know who we are where we are going etc and we are very open about that now uh, the other thing that we have always tried to maintain from the very beginning is that we will not do anything for the sake of tokenism so uh, you know just because oh, we we there, there is there is no single you know leftist here so we will try to you know do some kind of a monkey balancing and find a place for them that kind of thing we have never indulged in and we we don't intend to also i mean uh, it's okay if you do not agree with the kind of people who come here nobody is forcing you to come here and attend the lit fest but we are not going to compromise on the quality of our content on the quality of you know uh of the the uh, the, the people who come there's the speakers so we we are not going to compromise on that that we are very clear about so this is more of a technology based question also inspired by the changing reality to you now mm-hmm. as we all know the world is going digital and you know what covid has done is the covid covid thing has actually pushed the digital landscape into uh, warp speed you know everybody mm-hmm. has gone digital so in such a time ajit 
and uh, we are having this chat on a digital platform it's going to go on youtube spotify itunes everywhere yeah. and at such a time you know somebody might say like a viewer has asked this question and i think it's a fair question to ask iske liye main aap se pooch raha hu ki what is the hmm. point of having litfest when more and more people are listening and viewing content rather than let's say you know walking into physical spaces don't you think eventually the future of litfest is also digital then I don't know. I think it still has some kind of a. Uh, a I frankly don't have a, a good answer to that question. But I do. Uh, I have seen the kind of uh, you know crowds that come in when we have these kind of events. I have seen the the kind of excitement in the run up to it, in the in the build up to the event. And uh, I know that people uh, really want to meet uh, the the speakers. They're like idols for them. uh they, they they want to have that you know small conversation with them on the side they they really cherish all of that they they really cherish the experience of seeing all of their idols all of their you know intellectual idols in one space together talking one after the other discussing things and uh i don't know maybe it's possible to have that kind of an experience online but there is some kind of a charm some kind of an exclusivity if you are there on the ground and uh that is uh, that is something that that continues to remain very very strong i mean we have seen it from our first edition and we are seeing the kind of exp- excitement that there is for even this edition so uh, i don't know what the future holds in terms of you know lit fests and where they will go in the future but uh, uh, at at the moment uh, there there is a lot of demand for something like this i mean we we see it on the ground and we see that people really enjoy it so uh, yeah So honestly I I had thought about this a lot and this hmm. is my answer to this question because I wanted you to answer it first but then I have an answer first of all yeah. all litfests are recorded and their videos are streamed on YouTube so point number 1 yeah. it's not like they are exclusively on the ground they go digital too I know Pondy Litfest they live streamed are, also yeah they are live stream so I know Pondy Litfest and the Earth Cultural Festival uh, which uh, happens every year all yeah. their videos are live streamed uh, in fact yeah. to the to the extent that something hilarious had happened where you know the good folks at earth told me ki sir aap aur abhijit ayer aate hain to hamari live stream mein aise ajeeb kisam ke log kyon aate hain so i i innocently said i don't know i could not tell them kahan se aate hain but uh, so first of all that digital question is a bit of a misnomer because all these yeah. litfests are already digital now there is a specific reason why you need to have on ground events एंड मुझे मालूम है तू नहीं बोल रहा है मगर मैं तो बेशर हूं मैं बोल देता हूँ फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल यू नीड अ स्पेस एंड अ प्लेटफॉर्म वेर डिफरेंट थॉट लीडर्स एंड आई से दिस विद फुल रिस्पॉन्सिबिलिटी दीज पीपल आर थॉट लीडर्स यू मे इट डजेंट मीन इफ आई डिसग्री विद एक्स और वाई ऑन अ पर्टिकुलर थिंग डजेंट मीन दैट दैट पर्सन हैज नो लेजिटिमेसी दे डू हैव अ लेजिटिमेसी एंड दे आर लेजिट सो वॉट हैपन्स इज नॉट जस्ट वॉट इज हैपनिंग ऑन द कैमरा one of the yeah. biggest assets that these litfest including the jaipur litfest by the way including that uh, forms is what happens off the camera you meet people you have if you have x discussion on a panel you have far more robust far more uncensored and far more uh, i think uh, poignant and valid discussions 
off the record which are basically maybe in somebody's room maybe over lunch when you know when all the panelists and the attendees have lunch and if you are attending one of these events as an attendee uh you know there is a registration you can go through the registration process people walk in and they come all the time so the advantage with that is when you have lunch you know sometimes you restrain yourself when you are on a camera it is a very natural human emotion i'm not saying you should be unrestrained all the time actually it's good to be restrained also some things are meant offline also off the record mm-hmm. and the advantage where these events in my view have played is what happens offline what happens for the person attending and asking questions what happens for the person sitting on the podium and taking questions and a lot of times i have for example gone to these places and when i interact with people after the event is done after my talk is done and the same people who are listening to me over there kai bar kya hota unko confidence nahi hota wo mic pe aake bolna nahi chahte magar wo baad mein aake bolte hain hota hai yaar human nature hoti hai har aadmi alag hota hai so i i personally feel there is a huge huge giant value to these events simply because they give you this opportunity to have those very discussions now you may not be in a position to let's say discuss if i have a, a question on science right if i have a question on science from uh, for anand ranganathan for example now i'm not going to ask him like that but i have access to anand ranganathan now as an yeah. attendee maybe i can ask him that question and you know anand in that atmosphere in regular life anand may not be in a position to answer many of those things yahan pe anand yeah. is with you for two days anand aur kuch yeah. nahi karne wala anand wahi karne wala hai so i hmm. can extract many things out of anand in that way i don't know do you agree or not but this is what i feel no it is uh, it is it is a, a learning experience much more of a learning experience for anyone who's on the ground than uh, somebody who's watching it live I, i think you're right about that completely right about that yeah so that's the thing but now i i had one question suggestion and query hmm. this is my analysis of all content creation and all litfests in india including jaipur me ko ek baat batao why don't we do workshops in india in any litfest for i'll just give you an example now look at the list of guests you have in your litfest right yeah i i the, there is a reason why i am using all these names so you start with vikram sampath you have shwapan das gupta you have sanjay kumar manjul right you have uh, vijay sathe neeraj rai dv sridharan manushi sinha uh, kanchan gupta abhijit ayer parikshit singh anand shamika ravi and many others right now let's say if i was to request then this is my request to all litfests in india now if there are dr neeraj rai and dr sk manjul right these are one is a geneticist a population geneticist and sk manjul is a archaeologist of the highest credibility yeah now if i was there now you might say kushal bhai tum akele ho aise weirdo magar theek hai and i'll take that as an answer i will accept that as an answer but if i got to access a workshop where dr sk manjul and dr neeraj rai came together and did a joint workshop where sk manjul looks at the archaeology of india and neeraj rai looks at the population genetics of india and we got them together and they got to explain things to me i think i would learn a lot man 
why are these things done? It's just a curious question. Nothing else. Nothing to put you on the spot of any sort. Yeah. No. So in our lit fest, we are going to have them speak at least one after the other, so that there is some kind of a continuity. And we have asked them to, you know, even uh, plan it out, so that uh, it's it's like uh, it's almost like a collaboration. Uh, so uh, if you look at there are three people. Professor Sathe also is uh, one of them. So they are actually speaking under the same larger theme, the three of them one after the other, and. Uh, this idea of a workshop is something that we've had and uh, you know we are sort of uh, thinking about how to uh, you know how to bring this about at some point i mean obviously we could not incorporate it this time but uh, yeah it is in the works definitely let's see how uh, how we manage to go about it we are planning something a little later in august as well uh, where we will involve uh, school children in pondicherry and uh, you know bring about uh, some kind of uh, this is also connected to freedom 75 though but it's just an experiment so we are trying it out for the first time where people like arvind and nilakandan will be there and you know uh, it will be in vernacular to begin with and uh, let, let's see how that uh, how that works out and uh, then maybe we could even uh, scale it mainstream it a bit so uh, that's the plan yeah yeah per- perfect you have now given me the next segue you mm. use the word vernacular i use the word regional yeah. language so yeah. uh are there going to be regional language discussions let's say you know uh, discussions in tamil discussions in hindi uh, and uh, i know english is the link language so before somebody says i i am sold on that argument i i, I don't disagree mm. i mean i do the damn podcast in english so i'm not i'm not complaining about that but do you think the next generation of litfest in india is going to be multilingual litfest like we we have discussions in specific regional languages where maybe only people of that regional language come so let's say you know you have invited um, uh, as one of the chief speakers in the early sessions you have invited um, you know in the keynote address as annamalai you know he is the president of yes. bjp tamil nadu right now it's i am actually so happy you have done that i genuinely say this i am so happy you have done that because a lot of people outside say tamil nadu right they may not know who annamalai is what annamalai stands for what work he is doing in tamil nadu yeah and and uh, lo and behold people thinking bap re bjp wale ke bare mein kushal baat kar raha bhai main to open bjp voter hu to main to khush honga hi ye hua hai to so before somebody gets shocked what is this i mean hello i have never hidden it but let's say in the future like you used uh, the arguably i think one of the wisest people i've come across in my life is arvindan nilakantan and i say this with full yeah. responsibility i have yeah. never met arvindan i have never interacted with arvindan i have only read arvindan i only read yeah. him i've never interacted with him on a phone call or, or anything i just read the man and he's just a supremely wise human being do you exactly. see any future uh, let's say offshoots uh, where let's say you have the main program happening in 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 let's say pondi litfest has a main program happening where english sessions are happening but maybe in the corner there is one hindi session maybe there is a tamil session or a odia session uh, have you guys given something like that a thought in fact we've had it already so oh, wow. uh, in yeah so in 2018 and 2019 we had uh, tamil sessions 
and uh, we had uh, and these Tamil sessions actually did very well. So to answer your question about whether there is scope for something like that, I do think that there is scope for something like that. I don't know how well, let's say, an Oriya session or a Gujarati session would do in the Pondi Lit Fest, uh, but. Uh, when we had Tamil sessions, like, you know, uh, the, the hall used to be completely packed. There was no place to sit. Uh, people used to stand outside and it was uh, it was wildly popular. Now, this time, obviously, we are not having uh, we are not having uh, multiple sessions simultaneously. We are having everything uh, uh, in one hall, one after the other. And uh, obviously, the format has also changed quite a bit because we are having either, you know, uh, lectures that are half an hour long or we are having uh, conversations between two people so even here i think uh, we will have one address in tamil which is ma venkateshan's address uh, other than that most of it is in english but yeah i mean in pondicherry at least we have seen that the tamil sessions really generate uh, a good crowd it really works uh, it uh, they have been very good for us so i think this is uh, there is plenty of scope uh, if uh, you do it in the regional language where the Litfest is being held, uh, at least uh, over there, there is uh, immense scope for uh, for a regional Litfest or for, you know, there to be a, a one hall that is, you know, only with regional sessions or something like that. There is scope. There's plenty of scope for that. Also, next is that um, I know Litfests are about a specific city at a specific time. That's why you call it the Pondi Litfest or somebody calls yeah. it the Jaipur Litfest. So somebody calls it uh, many other things hmm. but in the future do you think there is scope of uh, let's say expansion of the same banner into yeah. other cities let's say as soon as somebody in the live chat has just raised this point ki northeast mein now uh, are there any plans to expand I mean yeah. you are from originally from the northeast of India so are there any plans to have offshoots over there the, the idea I'll tell yeah. you why is like how Sri Aurobindo is the founding stone and the anchor around which everything is done in the Pondi list first right now similarly mm. there might be other cultural facets and other cultural nuances that happen let's say in northeastern India and uh, do you think there is scope for maybe success that is learned from one part uh, of India and it could be applied to others then yeah so actually I mean before the pandemic hit us that was what our plan was and we were in uh, talks with people from across the country and not just in India but we were even in talks uh, for you know taking it abroad just like uh, JLF has done so uh, there was a lot of uh, interest in the northeast for it to you know take place uh, in in the northeast there was a lot of uh, interest for uh, it to to go outside Pondi in other cities, let's say in Bangalore, uh, in Bhopal, in other places. And uh, so now, obviously, after the pandemic hit us, this is the first time that we're we having it again in Pondi. Uh, but yeah, I mean, these are plans and we intend to take them forward slowly. And, and uh, what do you, maybe what are the possible roadblocks you see uh, in, in something like this? It's very difficult to say. I mean, even from one edition to another, we can never anticipate the roadblocks. So moving it to another city altogether, I don't know. I mean, it's it's something that we've actually sort of like programmed ourselves not to even think about. I think we just face <laughs> them as and when they come. <laughs> yeah, I, I can vouch for something like this as someone who has organized a few events in this life, never done a lit fest. So I can vouch for that at least that, bhaiya, lit fest karna koi khane ka kaam nahi hai. 
you have guests coming in from all over the mm. country sometimes even outside india uh to add to that you have accommodation logistics yeah picking up dropping off people then you have to look at yeah. their food then you have vips coming in for keynote addresses security arrangements to top it all off somebody yeah. is going to mess up somewhere and then you have to listen to the mess ups all the time uh, so yeah so uh, i totally hear you and feel you so uh, and i sympathize with mm. you <laughs> so yeah so I, i won't blame you i i won't hold you uh, hold you for that but yeah i i'm just curious how this goes so one last question before we wrap it up what do you feel yeah. as a person who's organizing this uh, or who's a co-organizer of the pondy litfest what do you think is the future of i'm not talking about lefting i'm being very open of non left litfest in india and i'll even ask a sub question do you think more litfest is better or it uh, or do you think beyond the point we will reach law of diminishing returns and it just becomes diluted and nothing comes out of it so can you just repeat the the last question kushal by because i i lost you in the middle when you were uh, okay you sure were sort of giving the yeah, context yeah, sure, for the sure. question yeah so but the reason i'm asking this is like what do you think is the future why i ask you the future is that let's say more and more litfest come so do you think more litfest is a good mm-hmm. thing and more litfest by different people or if, if beyond beyond a point you think we will reach the law of diminishing returns and then nothing unique comes out of them uh i think there is plenty of scope still at the moment but obviously i mean at some point we will reach some kind of a you know saturation point but that is very far from from where we are today i mean uh, right now uh, something or the other keeps happening in different parts of the country you know every few weekends and uh, some kind of event and uh a lot of the people uh, who who are speakers in these places i mean they they keep going for these events it's uh and and of course like there is a lot of new talent that also comes up in these uh, various uh events especially the ones that are in different parts of the country where you have local talent that comes in but uh yeah i mean at the moment this is something that is uh, that is still thriving and uh, that uh, there is still plenty of scope for uh i mean i don't know i at some point i i guess there will be a saturation point at least you know if if you're repeating the same kind of topics the same kind of speakers and you know it becomes like a, a thing that is uh too frequent and people get too used to you know going to such things or listening to such things constantly or you know something or the other happening in their city every weekend or something like that but that that point is still very very far from where we are yeah not only that i feel with more litfest coming what happens is it will also give probably platform and chances for new performers and new people who may be yeah you uh, may miss out right i see beyond the point we all i'm not saying uh, it is by design or something i'm saying we are all human and maybe you know we all fall for the echo chamber effect we end up calling the same people so i always feel with more litfest coming up you know maybe some talented people we might have missed out on and yeah. uh, you know those those people pick them up and call them and you know the public gets to learn new things through them so yeah i i i think as of now the scope is very very positive i think we need more of these events i think they should happen 
uh, it keeps people yeah. engaged. This is the best way to yeah. end up meeting new faces, new knowledgeable faces and learning from them. And, you know, it creates platforms for uh, new achievers where they can have careers through these launch pads. So, yeah, in that sense, I would say, um, you know, it's all good. Achha, one more thing. If I Pondi, so agar somebody wants to go and attend it mm-hmm. is there a way for the open crowds to attend this uh, and can you tell everybody about it before we wrap it up no it is we, we are keeping it we are keeping it completely we are keeping it completely free and open this time we've not even you know bothered okay. to have a registration and all of that beforehand okay. it's it's just walk in this time yeah so, so so, uh, yeah. so I guess uh, the best anybody way can to... walk in. Yeah. Okay. So the best way to find out about this is to visit the Ponty Lit Fest website, right? Yeah, the Ponty Lit Fest website or any of our social media pages. Uh, yeah. We're all keeping right. awesome. all of that updated. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. So, guys, what what I have done is that if you're watching this YouTube video or if you're listening to this on uh, Spotify iTunes or whatever, uh, Google Podcast, Stitcher, uh, in the description of the podcast, I have left two links. One is the link to the Pondi Litfest website itself. The other is to Ajit's social media handle. So just keep looking for updates. There is a you know whole swath of uh, speakers that are going to be there. Like I said, uh, the dates are 5th to 7th of August, 2022. The venue is the Shinbaga Convention Center, Puducherry. And uh, you should go there. I mean, Pondi Litfest is on Twitter. It's on YouTube. It's on Facebook and uh, Telegram and on Ku. It's uh, it's available everywhere. And uh, yeah. please go and uh, attend these sessions if you are from that part of the country. And if you're not and you're still keen to go and attend it, please go. Pondicherry is a beautiful place. I have to go there myself one day. A, a lot of good things I've heard about uh, yeah. Pondicherry. So, Ajit, thank you very much for coming and I wish you all the best uh, for uh, all your future endeavors. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kushal Bhai. Thanks a lot. All right, guys, we'll wrap today's discussion up. Once again, please follow Ajit on Twitter and go and check the Ponty Litfest website out. Like I said, you know, he's such a young guy and he's done so many things. He's written a book. Uh, he's organizing Litfest or I the less I say, the better. Uh, but still, I try my best <laughs> to do what I do. And uh, if you like the Charvak podcast, please support us over here too. Subscribe to the channel, like this video, leave your comments over there. Uh, if you want to support uh, financially, you can become a member on YouTube or on Patreon. You can buy the mar- podcast merch also, either on kushalmera.com or on Kadak Merch. Or... You can send your donations directly through UPI. I will see you guys next time. Until then, namaste. Take care. Bye-bye.